Welcome to the Breakfast with Champions podcast, where every day we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration to help you reach your full potential. You can check us out at bwcdaily.com. On this show, we feature celebrity interviews as well as experts and leaders in fields like business, marketing, sales, branding, and mindset. Our goal is to give you a seat at the table to listen in on conversations with some of the most amazing people around the world, people who are doing the things you know you can do and reaching the levels you know you can reach. So get ready to be motivated and inspired and grab your seat at the table for the Breakfast with Champions podcast. And don't forget to check us out at bwcdaily.com. Again, I say good morning, everyone. I'm Megan DiMartino, as TM just said, and welcome to Breakfast with Champions. And um, I am so blessed, as I said, to be here to share with you just my heart as uh, we go into this Christmas week. Um, a little bit about me, I'm Megan DiMartino, as I said, and I'm a New York girl deep in the heart of Texas with a lifelong serving mentoring spirit. I've started, scaled, and sustained three seven-figure businesses over the last 30 years in the skincare spa arena. Fun fact, only 4% of women have accomplished this. And I say this not to impress you, but to impress upon you, not just women, but men. But if I can do this, guys, you can do this. So it's really about that setting your mindset, knowing what you want to do, that clarity of mind, and just staying with that passion, which is creative for me, and then mentoring others to identify their dreams, goals, and desires, and to build them. Uh, so, with, But let's stay focused on BWC. Uh, BWC, the Breakfast with Champions, started by Glenn Lundy um, several years ago, having led in by uh, Rise and Grind. So Glenn has been very focused and clear on what he has wanted to do and attain. And so BWC now has bwcdaily.com. And you can get this segment and every other from today, and you can also receive so many pieces of information about BWC by going to bwcdaily.com for notes for today's segment, as I said, for links of our podcast, emails, newsletters, BWC Weekly, and schedules, and so much more. You know, as I shared, um, this um, clubhouse was started in December of 2020 when the world was looking very differently in this holiday season. Um, I first heard about Clubhouse in January of 21 when I was having lunch actually with Lisa Copeland and Sharon Lecter and the big uh, and Sherry Matthews, many of you might know her. Um, and uh, the big conversation was this clubhouse and, um, oh, let's all get on this. And so uh, we all sat around this table and, and uh, joined clubhouse. Um, and so it's been an amazing journey, an amazing journey for me and many of us who have been in here. And if, even if this is your first week, your first day, you are in for a pleasant, pleasant journey because you're going to hear so many pieces of information and nuggets of wisdom and tactical information. But again, this bwcdaily.com is an amazing place to start. So go there today. And 
you know, just sign up for this newsletter that comes out uh, with all of the uh, segments and information of going, you know, for the future. And again, back to uh, making your 2023 best year yet. With that said, it really starts with intention. It starts with that focus. It starts with that uh, just clarity and courage and confidence and commitment and compassion for yourself. So s compassion for self is so important. Uh, yesterday's segment was talking about some very sad and dark things which absolutely have to be uncovered because the dark has to be uncovered with the light. And to me, that's really what celebrating is about. This, this uh, season is about celebrating. Celebrating our wins, celebrating our lives, celebrating others, and celebrating um, just our plans, our uh, ideas, our you know for the future. So celebrating, taking this time this week and next week to really focus and hone in on celebrating. Glenn's going into his Sabbath week next week, uh, which is an amazing. I've been pondering this and thinking about it. Um, he'll share a little bit about it. I'm sure this week. Again, it's the second Sabbath week that he and his company have um, experienced in the last couple of months. But as I said, he'll share about that. But today I just want to speak about celebrating, celebrating yourself, celebrating our lives. Today is the day, as I said, that the Lord has made and let's rejoice in it. You know, yesterday was Glenn's 45th birthday. I first visually saw Glenn on Lisa Copeland's podcast, um, it wasn't a podcast, it was a Facebook Live, uh, in 2018 called Big Sellers. And at that time, Lisa was just leaving the auto industry and um, Glenn was still in the auto industry, but he was starting uh, what became Rise and Grind. And she was interviewing Glenn and I was uh, just sitting there watching and listening. And I said to myself, wow, this guy is really an interesting person. Uh, I had no idea he was in his utility closet. He didn't serve it up that way. He didn't present himself that way. He's never presented himself that way. So I just want you to think about how you present yourself, where, you, you know, what's your, your best foot forward, so to speak, for the, for the world. What are you showing to the world? Because if you don't celebrate yourself, no one else will. So he was sharing just thoughts, ideas about not just the auto industry, but about just celebrating and being the best he could be and sharing that with others. And that was in October, I believe, that I saw him anyhow in uh, 2018. And I made a decision right then and there that I was going to seek out this man. I was going to seek out this a Facebook page called uh, Rise and Grind. Um, I was going to really check him out, so to speak. And I did. And it truly changed my entire life. I've been over my life, and I'm talking about a lot of years, um, has really been a night owl. Uh, by the grace of God, I don't need a lot of sleep, never have. And uh, so I would push the envelope and stay up late get, because I've always had um, businesses as far as I can remember and children and life and family and so a lot to pack into a day and um, I would stay up late but I knew that wasn't really healthy and good uh, meaning because I would then get up about six o'clock and start the day again so um, I just said as time went on and I was getting up at now four o'clock central for really 4 30 guess uh, to hop on to rise and grind um, 
I just really couldn't, you know, function on a couple of hours sleep, even though Glenn does that often and most of his, um, you know, last years. And so I said to myself, I've got to start going to bed earlier. That was a challenge, guys. I mean, man, I had been doing this for years and years, but slowly I started changing that habit. And in order to create and, you know, the word make, um, is kind of interesting to me because, it, you know, making it, you have to start planning it because if you don't have plans, you plan to fail. And so it's about doing those plans, journaling, um, writing these things down, putting them on tablets. I've had a rise and grind um, morning five planner since he started bringing them out. I went into my um, book closet and I was looking at them the other day uh, just standing up there as soldiers and they also doing that journaling and writing it down creating that vision uh, that mission that passion that purpose writing those down those goals those dreams those aspirations are the truly the first way to start making 2023 the best year of your life but back to Glenn and Rise and Grind and, and me and my journey, you know, they say it's not what people do or say it's how they make you feel. And Glenn makes us feel so special as he speaks to each of us. He calls us friend, not plural, but friend. Good morning, friend. Hello, friend. And he's speaking to us as we are the only one in that room. And so it is about how you make people feel. Because again, in, I've been in sales technically. To me, sales is information and, and building uh, service, giving people the information they need uh, and helping them create the life of their dreams. But it's basically to give that information and helping them um, attain that but it's how you they say in sales it's how you know it's about um you know uh, that creating that relationship with a person it's that they know like and trust you you have to build that relationship so back to glenn and his birthday and celebrating i have um, always had this uh tradition with my kids um who are now um, adults and uh, but they have passed this on with their families that um, it's not just the birthday I'm a big celebrator it, I'm Italian we're always looking for something to celebrate and uh, so I've always created the birthday week the birthday rest of the month it's about them it's about celebrating their life and it's not just about that day it's about the person celebrating that person i've taken that into my business businesses is that you know celebrating that individual sending them thank you notes sending them uh, birthday messages sending them anniversary messages if it's appropriate um, just communicating with that person celebrating that person giving that person the understanding that they are more than just uh, a sale or a you know just a one-time visitor so to speak that they're part of the family that they're part of that whole so it's celebrating life it's celebrating everyone that comes into your life
you know, I had an incident happen. An incident is not the right word, but on Sunday, I was walking on the historic Georgetown Square, which is about 15 miles north of Austin. So it's a bedroom community of Austin, Texas. And I've been doing for the last um, almost 60 days, Barbara Majeski's holiday um, a challenge of working out, so to speak, or doing some type of exercise for the, you know, for 30 minutes at least. And so I was um, up on the Georgetown Square walking brisk pace, and um, I was walking on 7th Street, which is a uh, street of my original spa, and I actually was almost uh, passing it, and I saw this young man sitting on the um, uh, curb, and it was a sunny day, as I said, and he his face was looking up to the sun. I kind of stopped in my tracks because he was homeless. You could tell he was homeless. He was um, disheveled. He um, had a ripped up uh, trash bag next to him, um, his body as he was sitting there. His T-shirt was wrapped over his legs and um, he was uh, just eyes closed looking up to the sun. I stopped there and I just thought of Glenn. I thought about how he shared that it wasn't about being homeless specifically, it was about being invisible. As I stood there watching this guy, um, people were walking by because it was almost midday and there are a lot of restaurants and wineries on this square and people were beginning to come out and get ready or walk into restaurants. And I was just watching them. And I was watching how they walked past this kid. And, um, and I say kid, he was probably, I don't know, maybe in his uh, late 20s, early 30s. And they just walked past him. They almost stepped over him because he was sitting on the curb. And so I walked, I just prayed first. And I said, Lord, what should I do? What capacity should I help this kid? Because I have helped um, other homeless people. It's long stories, but over these years of my life. But um, I walked over to him and I said, hi. I said, I'd like to give you some money. Uh, will you stay here? Because there are no ATMs in the area. And I said, um, I need to drive to the gas station. Will you stay here? And he mumbled, you don't have to do that. And I said, no, I don't have to do that, but I want to do that. God and I want to help you. And um, I said, what is your name? And he said, that's a long story. So I said, please stay here. And so I hopped in my car and I said, I need to get this kid um, some warm food. So I stopped at McDonald's and bought some food and um, some double uh, Whoppers and fries and a bottle of water. And I um, brought it back and then I stopped at the gas station and got uh, some cash. And I came back to the uh, square and he still was there. And I uh, walked over to him, his eyes were still closed. He now was looking down. And I put the bag of food next to him and the bottle of water next to him. And I said, I brought this for you, some warm food. And again, he said, you don't have to do that. And I didn't have to do that. I said, no, I didn't, but I want to. And, and I said, what is your name? And he still would not tell me his name. I asked him if he was from the area. He mumbled something. I said, do you have family here? He said, I have, I have people that care. I said, and then he said to me, are you with a church? And then this is the first thing he asked me was I with a church that is from around here? So that, because there's several churches around the square. I said, no, but uh, you can go to them. I will call a young man that I know that has a, um, a homeless ministry with the Presbyterian Church right on Austin Avenue. And, uh, but you can go there, they have a homeless ministry. 
And um, uh, then I just, you know, uh, just said, may I pray over you? And I, and he didn't say no. So I did. And uh, I said, you know, God bless you. And I left. And so I shared that with you, not for any other reason, but to heighten your awareness, awareness of people around you. As I said, uh, it, it, I would have probably walked over to him anyway, but it was what I saw with people not even being aware of him. That, as I said, Glenn shares often, I've heard him share his homeless story for years. And he, he has said that the challenge is uh, being invisible uh, because people don't want to relate to it. People don't want to acknowledge it, but it is there. And that is so overt. But then um, as other situations have, uh, you know, risen this year um, with people taking their lives and people we even know, my friend uh, Carrie Conley has lost her husband and her son to suicide. Uh, she has a ministry about this. Uh, look up Carrie Connolly. She's a powerful, powerful woman. But Carrie does not sit back and and just uh, live in that sadness. She's using that sadness to not only celebrate her life and her husband and her son's life, but to help other people. So as we, you know, look into this end of this year and this Christmas week, it's a time of gratitude. It's a time of giving. It's a time of the story of Jesus, of giving his coming here as God, giving his life, sharing his grace with us, sharing his spirit with us that is still within us. We just have to ask. And I, I'm going to, um, you know, marinate on that word a bit because that is Glenn's word for the year, ask. And that's um, in the word. It says, ask, seek knock and you shall receive. You know, just ask. And that's one of the prayers I prayed over this young man. I prayed that he would ask God for guidance. I, that's what I did say to him. I said, you need help. I know you know you need help. I mean, I, it's not my place to even know why he's in that uh, situation. It matters not. It's about what goes forward, making it 2023, creating 2023 to be the best years of your life. Um, you can go to my website, megandemartino.com, um, and and read and and enjoy hopefully my audio book, which I uh, put up at Easter week uh, and at no charge on megandemartino.com, and it is the story, basically of my life. But hopefully, I, and I use that word again. Hopefully, it gives you hope and infinite possibilities uh, to uh, which are infinite just over the horizon. Um, the hope is never not available to us. We just have to go within. And these possibilities are infinite, as I said, just over the horizon. But we have to take that first step. And the second and third step will be revealed to you. And it is never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. I shared last week uh, a bit about uh, my businesses and I'm starting now my fourth business. And um, you know, more information about that journey will to, to come. But again, to start, to scale, to sustain, and never stop if you're working within your passion. And in that passion, your purpose will be revealed to you. Um, I have a treat for us. It is now, um, I was going to say 420, it's 520. 
I invited a, a gentleman um, to join me today, Doug Stutzman. I met Doug on uh, Breakfast with Champion, excuse me, on Rise and Grind, and specifically Glenn's Elite. And uh, um, Doug is an amazing man of God. Um, and I just stumbled upon, um, I, it was Saturday night, uh, and it was his Facebook post, which was a live. And he was, he's a poet. And he was sharing a poet, but he first brought in the uh, the story of Esther, Esther, Esther four fourteen, and it's such an appropriate story this season. I really, um, whatever your beliefs are, I would Google Esther four fourteen, and it she says that perhaps this is this uh, the moment for which we have been created, this moment, this moment in time. So get out of your own way and celebrate your life and know that God is guiding you, that it, his hand is on your life, is always will be here for us. But Doug wrote a poem called Perhaps. He led in with Esther 414, perhaps this is the moment for which you have been created. So Doug, welcome to, Bre uh, to Breakfast with Champions. Thank you for co coming today. Absolutely. Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm going to read for you uh, the poem that I wrote the other day. It's one of my most recent, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. But it's called Perhaps, and it ties into, uh, I think, one of the key words that Megan was talking about, uh, which is awareness. Uh, so think about that as you listen to this poem. Perhaps. Perhaps there is something in my mind that... Uh, th there is something that my mind has not considered about this situation that has me so triggered, an angle or a thought that has not yet been delivered, perhaps. Perhaps there is more to this story. There is something I'm missing. Either I haven't figured it out or I've just been dismissing. Maybe I need to pause, step away for a time of reminiscing, perhaps. Perhaps it's that idea. It's that part of the mystery that sits just outside of my periphery until in quiet reflection, it appears my epiphany, perhaps. Perhaps when I finally enter a place where I can reflect on the bigger picture, where I'm not the main subject, then suddenly I see it. It's called God's divine intersect, perhaps. Perhaps it's potential, possibility previously unnoticed, just lying in wait out in the remoteness, the bigger picture, that disguised God bonus, perhaps. Perhaps there's always more going on than we see. When we're called to be used for his glory, could today's obstacle be part of a bigger story? Perhaps. Perhaps. Thank you. Thank you so much, Doug, for coming and reading your beautiful poem, perhaps. And it just ties in today. And as I, you know, uh, finish out the room, I just want to bring one thing uh, back to not only Doug's poem and perhaps and Esther, you know, perhaps this is the moment for which you have been created, perhaps. But let's rejoice. As I shared earlier, rejoice. Today is the day that the Lord has made and rejoice in it. You know, th there are a lot of people right now that their holiday plans are going to be 
uh, changed because of a storm coming in, a storm coming in, which is somewhat unprecedented, I guess, uh, for, uh, this bomb of snow that's coming into the Midwest. Uh, the, the whole country is going to be um, colder than normal. But uh, this storm, and I was thinking about a storm, and a storm comes in to clear out. So as we prepare for 2023, clear out those storms, clear out that darkness, clear out things that have been holding you back and, and gain clarity. Listen, know that there's grace, there's compassion for yourself, give it to yourself. Um, as we sh I shared earlier, Glenn's word is ask, ask for that guidance, ask for that clarity, ask for it, seek it and you shall find it. My word this year is inspiration. And not necessarily inspiration, which I hope I'm always bringing people somewhat uh, inspiration um, in, to really start and continue on and not stop. But it's really in spirit, to go in spirit and to listen. Because I know that God has not only plans for your life, but I know that he has plans for my life. And that is what I did share last week about how I listened and waited on the Lord. And then Bridget and Melissa and Gigi knocked on my door, who are women that worked for me in my previous business and are joining me here. And had I rented those uh, two rooms, this would not have happened. I knew that I had to wait. It made no sense on an earthly plane, but I knew I had to wait. So I ask you to go within, go in spirit and, and create and ask and create for this year, 2023, and to make it the best years of your life. I uh, see Glenn here. Um, do you want to say hi to Doug, Glenn, and um, have any comments about what we shared today? I guess he's not here yet. So I'm going to open the floor because I saw Glenn here. I uh, would love anyone to comment on your word of the year. Uh, what are you celebrating this uh, holiday season? Just your thoughts of celebration, of rejoicing. What are your thoughts? Hey, Mekia, I, 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 I will jump in j just to share my thoughts on just your segment, j just a, a dynamic segment, um, Meg, as you talk about, um, you know, the individual that, that you actually assisted, right? I think when, when it comes to homelessness, um, you you had me to reflect back on the work that I did in Tampa uh, before I relocated to uh, Atlanta. And I, I supported a, a homeless uh, ministry that went out and fed. And the one thing that uh, I discovered right, while working uh, with that ministry was uh, the, the different like dynamics amongst the homeless, the profiles, that there are clearly homeless people who have mental health issues who have fallen uh, on bad luck. Um, but, you know, there are also, um, you know, people who have chosen uh, to be homeless, right? They, they do not want the worries of the world, uh, the responsibilities of the world, and they choose, uh, you know, to be homeless and carefree. And, and as you were talking, um, you know, w what I thought about was how you inspired that particular individual, it, it was silent inspiration, right? Going back to Glenn's theme of you saw him, he heard you, 
right? And he saw you as well, but he was slow to respond. Um, we have to just see people more, be, be willing uh, to go and get a few dollars and go and get a meal uh, for people j just so that they can become seen. Th thank you just for sharing from the heart this morning. I think it's very timely uh, for the season, right? That there are people all around us uh, who simply just want to be seen. We, we could be the change to make them want to, you know, snap back, right? And so uh, th thank you for the share this morning. Great second. Thank you, TM. I really appreciate that because it is, it's not, as you said, it's not about me. It's about the other person and to bring awareness to everyone in this room to pay attention to people that are around us because they are around us. And, you know, it's interesting. You shared what you said years ago. I was up in Dallas with my husband who was in that channel of dementia and he was very agitated and he was very um, verbal. And I was pumping gas and this homeless man, I'm using that word with quotations around, and he came to the window. Now, he did not know that Paul had Alzheimer's. He had no idea. All he heard was him being very aggressive to me. And um, he came up to the window where Paul was and he said, man, if I had a wife like this, I would still be married. I chose to leave. Yeah, he said that. He said, I had a good job and I couldn't handle it and uh, being married, and I didn't want to go through all that, so I chose to leave. So you're right, TM. People make decisions so on so many different levels, but again, they don't have to. Had I had time with that guy, I would have said not only about Paul, but I would have shared, you know, there's other ways. You don't have to, you know, pull out of your entire life. So again, we could go on and on about this topic, but it's real. what I really wanted to hone in on today was celebrating each our lives, to celebrate, to just be joyful, to, I'm going up to uh, New Jersey, uh, God willing, um, on uh, Saturday, Christmas Eve, uh, to be with family that I haven't seen in three and a half years. And um, I am just, I've been praying so much about this because there's so many dynamics in that, that's, my sister has five children and uh, like, 20 grandchildren. I mean, goodness gracious. And so there's so many dynamics, but I just want to be a light. I don't want to bring anything else but the love of God. And so, you know, I'm just praying to stay in that present place, you know. And so it's, it's really about decisions, guys. It's about staying focused.